Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode explores new research, which has found that between 2002 and 2017, 1,558 people were killed across the world for defending the environment. Illegal logging in community forests, oil drilling in indigenous territories, mining concessions in native soils. These have become our war zones. Activists hailed as terrorists, while global agribusiness is paraded as unchallenged and unchosen liberator. Forever on the right side of progress, writing its history with checks and laws and body bags. Outsourced resource consumption underpinned by marginalisation as countries too poor to ask or too rich to care turn ancestral lands into contemporary killing fields. Defenders fall in muted protest. Their deaths the tip of melting icebergs as slow violence bleeds through grubby hands and filthy greenbacks. Trading arms for avarice, we wash our hands in waters that we first turned black and which now run red. This poem is inspired by research published in Nature Sustainability, which has found that the number of people being killed for protecting our environment is increasing across the globe at an alarming rate. Environmental defenders are defined as people who take peaceful action, either voluntarily or professionally, to protect the environment or land rights. Many of these environmental defenders are indigenous people who are trying to protect their ancestral lands from mining, logging and the agribusiness sector. However, they also include local activists, journalists, lawyers and members of social movements. And between 2002 and 2017, 1,558 were killed because of their peaceful protests to protect the environment. The World Justice Project's Rule of Law Index measures countries' rule of law performance against eight factors, including corruption, civil justice and fundamental rights. Using global data sets on variables related to deforestation rate, corruption indices, allocation of land concessions, agribusiness commodity prices and other potential drivers, this new study found that a country's rule of law was the key variable associated with environmental deaths. Thus, countries with a lower score, i.e. those less likely to be safe and peaceful, and more likely to be corrupt, were found to have a higher number of environmental defender deaths particularly in tropical and subtropical regions. However, while there was a strong correlation between the number of deaths of environmental defenders in a country and its rule of law score, this does not tell the whole picture, as it may be that the most corrupt countries, such as Somalia, North Korea and Afghanistan, are so dangerous and have such weak rule of law that there is less environmental activism. Similarly, even countries that are not deemed very corrupt still witness brutal crimes against environmental defenders, and for every defender murdered, thousands more face direct violence, threats, and psychological intimidation, 
as well as less visible cultural and structural violence. In 2017 alone, at least 185 environmental and land defenders were killed. Of those that were killed, indigenous peoples died in higher numbers than any other group, and regionally most of these deaths occurred in Central America, South America and Asia. Sadly, these figures are likely to be an underestimate, as the availability of data on murders of environmental defenders is limited by the presence of human rights monitors in some countries. For example, Global Witness, an NGO that aims to protect human rights in the environment, uses an extensive network of local contacts and other techniques to gather evidence every time a defender is reported as killed. However, because so few of these killings happen in populous places, very few make the official list. Furthermore, since countries that appear to have the highest number of such deaths also largely happen to have a free press, those without a free press may actually be concealing a much larger number of murders. In several instances, weak rule of law means that cases in many countries are not properly investigated, and sometimes it's the police or the authorities themselves that are responsible for the violence. Globally, 43% of all murders result in a conviction. However, in the case of environmental defenders, this figure is closer to 10%. In order to reduce these deaths in countries with their low rule of law, greater international legislation plus transparency and accountability from multinational companies is required. Furthermore, consumers in wealthy countries should share responsibility for what's happening, putting pressure on organisations and governments to protect those who are defending our planet. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Illegal logging in community forests oil drilling in indigenous territories, mining concessions in native soils, these have become our war zones. Activists hailed as terrorists, while global agribusiness is paraded as unchallenged and unchosen liberator, forever on the right side of progress, writing its history with checks and laws and body bags. Outsourced resource consumption underpinned by marginalisation as countries too poor to ask or too rich to care turn ancestral lands into contemporary killing fields. Defenders fall in muted protest, their deaths the tip of melting icebergs as slow violence bleeds through grubby hands and filthy greenbacks, trading arms for avarice. We wash our hands in waters that we first turned black and which now run red. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Extinction by Jackie Kay. Jackie Kay is a multi-award winning poet and novelist. Her poems have appeared in many anthologies and she has written widely for stage and television. She's the third modern maker, aka the Scottish Poet Laureate, and she is currently the Chancellor of the University of Salford. This poem is taken from a collection of 20 original poems by various authors on the theme of climate change that was curated by Caroline Duffy for The Guardian newspaper in 2015. In this poem, Kay asks us to consider what we mean by extinction, how we are hurtling towards it, and the interconnectedness of the things that we appear so desperate to destroy. Extinction 
by Jackie Kay. We closed the borders, folks. We nailed it. No trees, no plants, no immigrants, no foreign nurses, no doctors. We smashed it. We took control of our affairs. No fresh air, no birds, no bees, no HIV, no poles, no pollen, no pandas, no polar bears, no ice, no dice, no rainforests, no foraging, no France, no frogs. No golden toads, no harlequins, no greens, no Brussels, no vegetarians, no lesbians, no carbon curbed emissions, no CO2 questions, no lions, no tigers, no bears, no BBC picked audience, no loony lefties, please, no political correct classes, no classes, no guardian readers, no readers. No emus, no EUs, no eco-warriors, no euros, no rhinos, no zebras, no burnt bras, no elephants. We shut it down. No immigrants, no immigrants. No snoveling, recycling, global warming nutters. Little man, little woman. The world is a dangerous place. Now pour me a pint, dear. Get out of my fracking face. for listening to the poetry of science if you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode or read any of the poems in full then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com that's scipoetry.podbean.com where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have thanks for listening (music)